Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. It's another day. It's another episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. That is professional scrum trainer Todd Miller. Hopefully Todd is safe and sound back home. <laughs> let's uh, hope so. Let's hope so. that If there's not a video tomorrow, something horrible is happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, I might have gotten attacked by a mountain lion. Maybe. Let's hope that didn't happen. Today, we're going to talk about how the Scrum accountabilities, how the Scrum team, how they show up to sprint planning. So, Todd, let's get that banner up and yeah. take it away. How does the Scrum team show up to sprint planning? Yeah, you know, we got such good feedback from our collaboration series that we thought we'd do a series on how the Scrum team and the different accountabilities view each event through their own lens, right? And so we, we kind of have some ideas that we put out here. By the way, our class created a lot of these ideas. We might have cleaned them up a little bit before we're showing them here. Uh, but we thought we'd talk about, you know, to start with sprint planning. What are you showing up as? What are you thinking from a product owner, scrum master, or developer perspective? So I think naturally to start with that, Ryan, maybe I'll kick off product owner, and then you hop over to scrum master. Is that sure. Good. Sure. Yep. So I, I think these are really good, uh, good ideas here, right? As a product owner, you're showing up and you have an ordered product backlog, right? You're thinking value. You're thinking, honestly, more. I need as much as I can for my customers. I really like this idea of linking the sprint to the product goal. Hey, reminder team, this is what our product order goal is. This is why I'm passionate. Maybe if you have a vision, right? This is what the end state would look like. I'm really passionate about it, kind of still maybe even a little salesy to the scrum team based off of what you've done. And, and obviously ensure the voice of the user is there, right? You're talking from a customer's perspective. Um, and all of that really hinges on this, having a really well-ordered product backlog, thinking value first. And um, yeah, I think that's how a product owner shows up and what they're concerned about during this event. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I like it. And, you know, and I see the Scrum Master being very complimentary, right? Mm -hmm. Scrum Master is going to help facilitate all of these things that a product owner needs to, to make transparent uh, during this event, right? There's going to be some nudges from the Scrum Master, mm -hmm. right? 
Do we see a sprint goal here? That's a great nudge. I think another great nudge is, does the sprint goal actually contribute to the product goal yeah. that the product yeah. owner has articulated? Are there any current impediments to our success for this sprint? I think that's a great focus for a scrum master and they, they're mm -hmm. gonna show up to sprint planning, hopefully with the impediments removed, but if not a plan on how those are gonna get removed very quickly. Um, like making, making sure the event is well understood. Do we understand what we're trying to get out of this event? What's inspected, what's adapted, why we're here, why this is a good investment of our time. Uh, I also think ensuring the inputs and outputs are considered, right? What are the inputs to sprint planning? Our, our capacity, the product backlog, our definition of done, our uh, sprint retrospective commitments and improvements, making sure those are, are well considered uh, as we go through um, our sprint planning practice. And then at the end, did we get a sprint backlog, a mm -hmm. sprint goal? Do we have a plan to get the work started? And does everyone is everyone bought into that? Mm -hmm. And so if a scrum master can get all of those things taken care of and help you know facilitate and get us through that, I think they've actually shown up in a very positive, enabling type of way. I like it. Yeah. And then you know, I guess to shift over to the last column here, developers, right? What are developers thinking? Developers may show up with their past performance, right? So that they can help to do some forecasting on how much work that they can take in. But ultimately the developers are pulling from the product backlog that the, the product owner has set. This starts to become a little bit of a negotiation between the product owner and the developers, right? The product owner, as a previous product owner, I always want more, more, more. As a previous developer, I'm always thinking quality, build first. How are we gonna do this? Can this get done? And you're literally from a, as a group of developers picking and creating and forming your sprint backlog, right? The sprint backlog is entirely owned and managed by developers. It's for developers. So you're thinking about, can we get the chosen work done? You're also thinking scrum, like sprinkle. You're, it's kind of melding all of these together, uh, right? Uh, but ultimately we're thinking, can we get done? And how are we gonna do it? And all of that work as it goes into the sprint backlog becomes ours. We're picking it, we're putting it in the sprint backlog. It's ours at that point, as soon as it hits that sprint backlog. Yeah. So I think this shows, I think pretty clear, clearly, three accountabilities showing up, collaborating together in between these columns, right? There's a lot of collaboration happening between the product owner and the scrum master, the scrum master and developers, developers and product owner. Now the lines are not necessarily so clear, but these are the highlights. And uh, if your sprint planning looks something like this, we think you're probably getting a pretty good plan and uh, you're setting yourself up for a pretty good sprint. Yeah, I like it. Cool. Todd, you know what time it is? End screen time. End screen time. Be sure to like and subscribe to make sure you don't miss any future videos in this series. We hope you liked this one. Let us know in the comments below. Your questions and comments turn into future videos, so be sure to Leave a comment, leave a question, let us know what you think. After you like and subscribe, check us out on socials. We're pretty active on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We're still figuring out the gram. Some videos are going to pop up here. The YouTube algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do too. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great things during your next sprint planning. See if some of these items pop up. And if not, that could be some great retrospective content. Maybe we'll cover retro in the next day or two. We probably will. All right, everybody, go forward, do some great scrum things. We'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully, Todd's back too. Yeah. See? <laughs> see. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.